May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. And all of God's children said, Amen. In 1818, an Austrian priest named Josef Mohr wrote words to a carol for his own congregation. The story goes that the organ had broken down, and that is when he decided to write this. He wrote it together with the village music teacher and organist Franz Gruber. It has become so popular that it has been translated into every possible language. It is probably the most well-known carol we hear every year. And even if you only come to church on Christmas Eve or even your friends who don't come to church know this song, we all know it. We sing it each year. Most of us know it by heart. Silent night, holy night, all is calm, all is bright. Round yon virgin, mother and child, holy infant so tender and mild. Sleep in heavenly peace. Sleep in heavenly peace. In 1897, a plaque was placed on the schoolhouse to honor the collaboration of Gruber and Moore, the teacher and the priest. The plaque reads, Silent Nights, Holy Night, who composed the hymn divine? Moore it was who wrote each line, Gruber found my tune sublime, teacher together with priest. We hear the words and we sing the song each year, and it, it clearly has shaped how we think about Christmas, hasn't it? I mean, it paints this peaceful and, and lovely picture of what happened that night so long ago. It's wonderful, it's joyous, it's perfect. The challenge for us is that our own Christmases seldom, if ever, come close to this ideal. They are not perfect, they are challenging, they can be difficult, not to mention we live in a world that has so much adversity so much darkness as well as so much pain and, and suffering. Oh, how we long for that silent night, holy night of the hymn, that picture-perfect Christmas. And then we have our Christmas, as messy as they are. Several years ago, Andrew Peterson wrote a song called Labor of Love to describe that first Christmas. And it starts this way. It was not a silent night. There was blood on the ground. You could hear a woman cry. In the alleyways that night, on the streets of Davidstown. That first Christmas was full of pain and disappointment. Luke tells us that the emperor had called for a census, which required all to head to their ancestral home. So Mary and Joseph headed from their home in Nazareth, south to their ancestral home of Bethlehem. They were forced to travel with Mary pregnant on a journey of nine or almost ten days. Heading in that direction the first few days, the land was mostly flat. But after that, it's literally up and down hills and valley. I can only imagine that Mary shed many tears on that journey. All the emotions that come with being pregnant, plus the added stress and strain of this long 10-day journey. Not to mention the questions running through their minds as they're traveling. Where will we stay? Who will help with the birth Will my child even make it? Imagine planning for the birth of your child, preparing a place in your home so as to leave nothing to chance, and then a decree. And then the difficult and weary travel. 
hard not to imagine the disappointment Mary and Joseph felt at not being able to give birth where they wanted. Luke doesn't say she gave birth in a barn with sheep and goats and, and cattle lowing, as the hymns say. But there was a manger, not one of wood and straw as we see depicted in all of our manger scenes. The manger that Jesus was actually laid in was probably a stone feeding trough. And where would this feeding trough have been? The early church locates it in a stable or a, a cave, either behind or under a house. Now the word in can better be translated as guest room. Talk about humble beginnings. Scripture doesn't even say it was a silent night. People would have been hustling and bustling around to find a, a place just to lay their head. And Mary and Joseph were no different. Let's keep in mind, Mary was blessed by God. She was chosen. Chosen and given the most important task any human would ever be given. Her child would be the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords. She was in the midst of God doing a profound new thing in human history. And she would bring forth this child amidst the, the animals and in a place she probably didn't want to be. God does not promise that our lives will be easy or that all will be calm and all will be bright. But God does promise in the midst of the animal dung and the noise and the disappointment that God is at work. If all were calm and bright, we wouldn't need Christmas. I mean, Christmas happened because the world was broken, plagued with sin and tragedy, and, and in the midst of that sin and brokenness, in the midst of hopelessness and despair, we hear the words from Isaiah. The people walking in darkness have seen a great light, and those living in the land of deep darkness, light has dawned. On that night so long ago, the light of Jesus Christ came into the world on a not-so-silent night. But Mary knew something important was happening, and, and God was working through her and working through her child, and it would change everything. We people of faith call ourselves disciples of Jesus Christ, and we say we follow him. At times, we think Jesus came to wave some magic wand over us, and just by identifying us as followers, all of our problems will disappear. Then we say, what's the point? I have more problems now than I did before he came into my life. Brothers and sisters, following Jesus doesn't change our life. It changes how we look at life and how we live our lives. We don't follow him to get rich or keep bad things from happening to us. We follow him because he shows us who God is and how to live and live in a new way. Through our life in Jesus Christ, we are given many gifts. The first gift is the gift of the way. The world calls us to a, a life of self-indulgence, but Jesus calls us to a life of self-denial. The world calls us to achieve greatness, but Jesus redefines that greatness as serving other people. And he calls us to serve without getting any praise. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is the Messiah, the Lord. The word Lord means captain, master, ruler, sovereign. 
when we seek to follow Christ, he becomes Lord of our life. He becomes the captain of our life. We seek to do his will. In other words, in seeking to do his will, we receive the gift of the way. Another gift that comes in the Christ child is the gift of love. Love is the one of the deepest needs we have as humans and the deepest one we experience. We all want to be loved. We hear in another part of scripture that God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son. Christmas is the expression of God's love for the world and for each and every one of us. Jesus shows us through his life and teaching and his witness, he shows us the love for all broken people. Jesus knows your name and he loves you unconditionally. You may have experienced rejection, but Christ will never reject you. Part of the gift of Christmas is the unconditional love of God. But we also receive the gift of forgiveness, the gift of new life, and no matter what we did or how long we've been doing it, Jesus knows everything we've done and still will call you friend. Both Mary and Joseph were told the child would be called Jesus, which means God saves. And Jesus still saves and offers forgiveness and mercy at Christmas. The last gift we receive through the Christ child is the resurrection. But I know what you're saying. Hey, wait a minute. That's Easter. But you would be right. But Christmas and Easter go hand in hand. The child born in that we celebrate this very night is the same one who rises on the third day. We all go through dark parts of our lives. Sometimes it seems so dark we can't even see the hand in front of our face. Jesus doesn't promise that we won't go through difficult and trying or even tragic times. He does promise that the darkness will not overcome the light. Christmas is a celebration that even in the darkest of times, the light of Christ still prevails. And the resurrection is proof of that. From the Christmas story, we see that those whom God chooses and blesses are not promised a, a life free from adversity or suffering, but through that adversity, God works and brings you through to the other side. Life was not easy for Mary. It was most certainly not a silent night as she gave birth to Jesus. And years later, she watched as he suffered and died to redeem and save the world. Do you remember holding your children or grandchildren after they were born? I had that similar opportunity to hold my kids and my grandkids after they were born. I can remember looking at my son, holding him, just looking at him, his eyes open, looking back. And in that deep moment of holding him or any of my kids or grandkids, I knew that I was so deep in that look that a foghorn or siren could have gone off and it wouldn't have even made me flinch. Because in the moment of holding that child, I was lost in the presence of new life. Which brings me back to Mary. After the shepherds were gone, after Joseph fell asleep, as she held the child Jesus close, all of the pain, 
all of the disappointment, all of the, the darkness faded. And they were replaced with joy and peace and a love she had never known before. Maybe the hymn is right. At one moment, at least, for Mary, all was calm and all was bright. The reality is, my friends, that we, like Mary, can have that same thing when we hold Christ in our hearts. In the midst of all the trials and the tribulations, and all of that will fade, and we too can know the silence of the night as well. A silence in which we receive the peace and joy and love of Christ once more this night. The light came into the world and the darkness did not overcome it. My prayer for you tonight as you take Christ one more time into your hearts to feel the peace and the love and the joy and the joy of holding Christ there the light of the world to overcome all your adversity all your difficulties all your troubles so that you will know the joy of being in an intimate relationship with Jesus Christ Amen as we come together